0: The Our Secret Spot Podcast. Your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club.
1: You ready to go? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Hello, sexy listeners. Welcome back to the Our Secret Spot Podcast. I am Lawrence.
0: (laughs) You want to to destroy that again?
1: No, if I'm confident with my name is Lawrence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Jess and I can say my name properly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we are the uh, founders and owners of our secret spot, a Swingers Club here in Sydney. And we're just sharing uh, some anecdotal stories here with you today about Threesomes. Things, threesomes.
0: Threesomes and moresomes. No, threesomes just threesomes. We're
1: just sticking with the three.
0: It's a good number. <laughs> three is my number. lucky number.
1: Is it? Yeah, it is actually. Oh, that's right. 33 is your favorite.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ah, good memory boy. Yeah. That's why I'm marrying you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to kick straight off into story time.
0: Well, so the first thing that comes to mind is I'm naming this story The Eiffel Tower. <laughs>
1: oui, wee. Oui.
0: So, um,
1: obviously... Tell me more, mademoiselle.
0: Well, I don't get the French accent. However, the couple that had come with another single guy were all French. Um, and this was back in the Darlinghurst days when we still had the caged um, BDSM room. And I think it was probably one of our first or second couples that we'd let in who had come with a single guy. Um, Because in Darlinghurst times, we didn't normally let in single guys. Now, our condition for him entering was that they had to stay together. And her immediate response was, well, he came with us and he's not going to leave us tonight. So I was like, yeah, perfect. You guys are more than welcome to come in.
1: Interesting to see how this one plays out.
0: (laughs) Um they obviously got the tour from us um I don't think I did the tour because I was down by we used to have this um media wall which was like the wall of fame where you could see all the polaroid pictures of other couples or groups um or just situations that we're taken polaroids of and I was I'm pretty sure I was putting up a few pictures that we'd taken the weekend before and I remember them coming down and they're like oh could we do a really fancy one and I was like oh you'd have to be very creative like I was being a bit of a smart ass but I was like, you have to be very creative and get into a, a very um, interesting pose. And they were like, oh, we we could do the Eiffel Tower. No,
1: and I, I was, think what he had. I had to tell them about the Eiffel Tower. I mean, they knew what it was, but no, we gave they, it the name. I think they knew. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, because I remember them saying- I'm not saying that the French
1: they, people don't know about the <laughs> Eiffel
0: Tower. <laughs> no, because I remember, because you'd got them to go into the, mm. the cage room. Yeah. And I went in to go get the Polaroid and you took the picture. Yeah, I took the picture. Yeah. I remember.
1: And Many times. I know. that's my first foreign into pornography. Were, and, I was and they like, were
0: high-fiving <laughs> each other as well. So this couple, they were wonderful actually. They were quite a nice couple and trio. Sorry, mm. I'm going to call them the trio. And they did the, we did the Polaroid picture where they've high-fiving each other. The two guys are high-fiving while the girls in between spit-roasted.
1: Uh, can you please explain spit-roasting before our listeners?
0: Why don't you explain it, Lawrence? It's one of your favourite things to do.
1: Okay, no. <laughs> I believe it's where she was performing fellatio on one of the male partners, while the other second male partner was penetrating her vaginally. <laughs> you're
0: We've had a weird Sunday, guys, just so you're all aware. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. While they
1: were high-fiving over the top of her.
0: Yeah, so basically, she was sucking a dick while she was getting fucked. Correct. Yeah.
1: Okay. That was a little weird. objectified, but that's what she wanted.
0: Oh, but you could see her smiling with a dick in her mouth, and that comes through on that Polaroid.
1: It's a great photo. We still have that photo.
0: We still have that photo. We were even just talking we about We put that them up.
1: Uh, wall of fame back up. Yeah. We're going to do that. We should, we should discuss sure. this.
0: If anybody listens to this and has a really creative idea, please let us know. Yeah. Save Anyone
1: listening to this and wants to see that photo, come check out the Wall of Fame, which we're going to do soon. We're going to have to, because now that we've put it out there. <laughs> you just <laughs> put it in a
0: whole entire circle there. <laughs> just, uh, sorry, guys. It really is a long Sunday.
1: Oh, get out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's my first instant, like, trio, sorry, where I can picture, like, a, a, a triple a truple. That's the right word, right?
1: Truple, yeah. Yeah, where we I can picture truffle.
0: a truple where, they like, they did the whole night. They stayed together. They interacted with other couples. Yeah. Mm. Um, It wasn't the, I guess everybody comes looking for either like a single female as the threesome. Um, But this was probably one of the, that one that stood out a bit more for me was because it was two guys and a girl. Yeah. They kind of look similar as well. Yeah, they look really similar. They could have been like brothers or something. Yeah, I remember that. I was like a bit confused every time. Yeah, who was who? Yeah. Um, But hey, she had a type.
1: Which one was Jean-Philippe and which one was Philippe Jean? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Jean-Paul, you mean? (laughs) Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Lawrence? What's a threesome story that you've had or experienced? <laughs> so
1: what my one was from a little while back. Um, and we were working in the club. I think there's also also Dalai. And I was in the orgy room just doing some cup collecting, just picking up glasses, tidying things up. Anyway, so do you remember where that bench was? And we would, I was just picking up stuff there. So I had my back to the rest of the room where all the play was happening. Anyway, this guy comes up next to me and taps me on the shoulder. He was South American or something, so I had a bit an accent. I'll try and replicate it. It's going to be <laughs> shit. Hold on to your underpants, everyone. <laughs> and he says to me, It'll he, he, and he knew who I was as well. Like, I don't recall having met him prior to this, but whatever. He's a, oh, su-
0: you're a superstar, baby.
1: I am. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me, Ed Lawrence. Uh, maybe <laughs> don't I just did the, the accent. Just the accent <laughs> it's going to turn India. You. Don't do that accent. That's so racist. Come on.
0: <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> just do a normal accent, but everyone can picture this beautiful South African guy.
1: So, South American, South, South, South American. I yeah. think it's South African. Maybe I did. Who knows? Oh, we, you said it's a weird Sunday. I haven't had our coffee yet. And we're just recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we, we'd plan to record. We just yeah. went to a wedding last night, yeah. so we're probably it's a little, a little dusty. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, yeah. So he he taps her on the shoulder and he says to me, Lawrence, would you? Uh, and he sort of motions to her, and, and I look over and at the person he's pointing at his partner. Is just say. Like, like she would like you if you'd come over and uh, play with us, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm kind of working. Like, we want you to fuck her in the ass. I'm still doing the accent. I'm sorry. I, know. <laughs> I was just staring at him. Like,
0: what are you doing?
1: So yeah, I was just offered straight up. Just come over and fuck my girlfriend in the ass while I fuck her pussy. And I was like,
0: imagine if you had a small penis as well. They'd be like, uh, is it India? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry. That was like a kind of weird flex from you. It was just like, imagine you had a small penis. Yeah. Oh. Because I don't.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners have seen you walk around naked in the club.
1: Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. So basically so, you got
0: off at anal for, for cleaning up. So you were cleaning up cops upstairs. and then Yeah, it's, it's the best kind. Cleaning, like You're just you kind you of walking around. You're
1: just kind of like cruising along doing your own thing. And you just get tapped on the shoulder. You go, do you want to fuck someone in, in the ass? Like you want to fuck my girlfriend in the ass? And my response was, I'm working. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> and I... I <laughs>
0: can see how sad he looks right now i was as well. so disappointed it, 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 it took a lot
1: of willpower just didn't know anyway i continued to clean up and no sooner had i finished cleaning up th- that part of the room they had invited someone else and he was fucking her in the ass And i was like that could have been me
0: oh bubby that's okay next time, next we'll, time. Fi- we'll find you someone else's ass to fuck
1: <laughs> no but it has to be that situation Oh,
0: okay well, your birthday's coming up soon. Let's try and recreate that for you. <laughs> we'll get you cleaning on your birthday. How about that? <laughs> oh, good um, threesome stories. Oh, so both
1: th- of ours so far have been about two guys, one girl.
0: Yeah. Um, my next one though that I can think of is two girls, one guy. Um, okay. that the story. Uh, so they came to Annandale, um, and it was a couple who had been before, so I'd recognised them. They were a, a younger couple, probably. I'm going to say early 20s to mid-20s. Okay. Um, and they had been together for a couple of years um, and they'd been coming to the club for a couple of years as well. So they weren't new to the club itself. However, they decided to bring um, the girl's best friend to the club. And I was like, oh, amazing. Like, are you going to introduce her to the lifestyle? Like, what are you guys planning on doing tonight? Um, you know, obviously my initial thoughts went, well, they're best friends, so they're probably not all going to have sex together there. Yeah, mm. they're coming as moral support or she's, you know, she just wanted her best friend there, which is quite common like people will come with their friends but not fuck their friends. Yeah. Um however, their response was, "Oh, she hasn't had sex in a while, so she's going to fuck my boyfriend." I was yeah. like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, they're, they're going to fuck while I watch." And I was like, "That's a really good friend."
1: How generous is that? I
0: know. And it, like they were, they're all very attractive people as well. So I was like, "That's an interesting like trouble." I was like, that's awesome. And I was like, "And have you guys had sex before? Like I was really curious at this stage because I was at the bar talking to them about it. I was like, have you guys interacted before or, you know, have you guys made out or anything? And she was like, no, we've, like, we've never made out. The two girls were talking. They were like, we've never made out before, but, you know, she, she's my best friend and I, I really want to make sure she gets pleased. And I was like,
1: "Oh, oh lovely! you're a really lovely friend. <laughs>
0: um, but they all left with smiles at the end of the night. So I think the job got done.
1: The job got done. <laughs>
0: He, he seemed like a very lucky guy.
1: Yeah, well...
0: Basically just got told to get hot, I guess. I was like, please fuck my best friend. She needs some sex. That's amazing. Then again, I have offered you up before when my friends are being sad. I'm like,
1: take over You've the offered rest. me up? Yeah. Wait, have I been aware of such offerings? <laughs> yeah,
0: you said yes to most of them.
1: Yeah, but did I know I was being offered up? Like, I was Probably like, not. But, I'm yeah, good at... We've like talked like about it.
0: this. I'm good at making you think you Like I was a cheese idea. board?
1: Like, here, have some brie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not squishy. Have some rock hard parmesan, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's probably about right for your cheese. Just a wee bit salty too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I went really off topic into cheeses as well. I oh, know that weird, was probably the weird, worst analogy I, I could have used it. today. Yeah, cheese. Offering yeah, up cheesy, like cheesy. cheesy.
0: No, it's I have. Not. I have definitely though offered you up before. Yeah. And been like, well, Lawrence is available, and I think you've just gone and like a, a pretty girl has just walked around to you and been like, "Will you come play with me?" And you're like, "Bye." <laughs> Bye, Lawrence. Have fun. (laughs) You're like a kid in a candy store, though.
1: Thanks, babe. That's really nice. That's
0: right. I'll always offer you up. You're a good sort.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you think so.
0: (laughs) Oh, guys, he's going red. He's blushing a little bit.
1: You've got all the warm fuzzies.
0: (laughs) Oh, Bubby, you know I love you. Yeah. And your penis.
1: Yeah, my penis. Close second. (laughs) 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 So my next story.
0: Oh, Lawrence has two stories. Well, we've got
1: like, you know... I think you, you were saying on the car ride over here when we were talking about it. So it's like we see like threesomes like all the time in the club because yeah. you know there's a lot of people getting around and um, most people come people. in couples. Yeah. But you know sometimes things break off and it's you know a couple of people. So there was so many things I could have thought about. Uh, the one I was thinking about was actually over this past weekend was uh,
0: this weekend or the weekend yeah, yeah.
1: before? No, this weekend. The weekend we've ju- we've just come from. Oh, okay, cool. And. I was walking past one of the private rooms. There was three people in there. Again, it was two guys and one girl. Uh, this was more of a, a BDSM kink party. Yeah. So there was a bit more um, fetish kind of play. <sighs> Without unpacking all those terms, it's just more of a kink style party. Yeah. Anyway, so there was this lovely girl who had a delightful dairy derriere. <laughs> they,
0: I like when you start <laughs> describing things. This chick had her ass in the air.
1: She did have her ass, but it was... A, it was it was a big ass, but it was a really nice oh, ass. Oh, like plump? Oh, yeah. It was, it was...
0: I have such an ass girl. Yeah. I'm not... Like, I like boobs. Boobs are great because you can, like, jiggle them around and put your head into them. Yeah. But asses are just so pleasing to yeah. look
1: at. And when I say big ass, I don't mean, like, it was just, like, this...
0: No, but it was something sizable. Where yeah. you're, like, Mmm yeah. grab onto that. Yeah. That juicy.
1: And the guy behind her, he wasn't uh, penetrating her with any part of his body. He was just flogging her. He was double flogging her. So he was sort of on the ed- end of the bed. He was standing on the floor. Mm. So she was in the middle of the bed and flogging her and sort of that rhythmic <laughs> tsh, 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 tsh on her bum and while she was um, giving head to another guy. Oh, so wow. sort of like while she's, every time the impact of the flog has hit her bum, she was sort of moving, rocking forward. Yeah, she gravitates and, forward. And sucking that cock. And I was like, That's,
0: That's r- a pretty creative way to um, incorporate some BDSM into Yeah. What did you call it
1: before? Threesomes. What?
0: No, you uh, like you made like so there was like the fellatio part, and then you had some like description of how a girl was like sucking a dick in your fancy way.
1: <laughs> Performing fellatio. <laughs> <Horrible>. Well, that. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that one.
0: That, that would have been awesome to look at, actually. Yeah, and I it was one of these things where like I
1: just sort of saw it, and I stopped for a second, and it was literally I maybe mean, stood sort of looked in for about two or three seconds, and, mm. and just kept walking. So I was trying to collect glasses. Then I was hectic for no glasses. I don't know where they all went. Yeah. yeah. Well, but also
0: there was like 130 people inside the venue. Yeah. So I it was really nice. Person. And
1: I, I, I don't know about you, but me personally, like, I want. We've talked about this before, but it's just like to perform, to be a part of, and to actually watch three Sims, My favorite is two,
0: two guys,
1: two guys and one girl.
0: Two guys, one girl. Yeah. I, I think because f- it's it's easier. Because like with the girls, sometimes like I'm not. I I was talking about this today actually. I'm I think the opposite currently. Like I'm enjoying, only because I think I've also had better threesome experiences with girls as of late. Like, and I I think it's also because I've been having sex with my friends as well. So it's like, you know, introducing new people and it's like, oh, I've got you and I'm like, oh, here, come fuck me and my girlfriend. Like it's, it's become a little bit easier for me to do it that way. So whereas with with the two guys, oh, I mean, I I like it both ways, but (laughs) definitely like girls currently. Yeah. I think I find it easier. But I can see how the the two guys would be quite easy as well because it's kind of, like, raunchy and dirty and... Yeah, for me, it's sort of, like... Obviously, depending on everyone's
1: uh, sexual orientation is... Mm. Even in a a, a threesome with two guys and one girl, the guys don't have to be uh, bisexual for everyone to be participating, usually. Like, sometimes...
0: Girls have hands, is that what you're saying?
1: Well, you know, like you're saying, like one guy could be, you know, flogging her in the ass while she's um, giving head to another guy. Mm. Um, or, you know, actually be just having penetrative sex in her pussy or ass. <laughs> it feels weird when I say pussy or ass. I don't know. It why. feels
0: weird when you say pussy because you always say, like, something dirtier. So
1: I say, coos. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, do you know what I mean? Where sometimes I, I feel in uh, two. To a threesome with two women and one man, depending on the the sexuality of the women, if if they're not bi or not interested, sometimes there's this disconnect. One person just is kind of sitting on the outside.
0: Yeah, it can definitely be. Like, I, I agree with that. Like, especially if the girls don't get on, the energy feels Not different. get on.
1: I don't think that's the right word. But it's just like, if they're not sort of... They're more interested in playing with a man. They're not really interested in playing with a woman. Do mm. you mean in that sort of sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not that they don't like each other. It's like if the girl's straight, like yeah. I'm yeah, they're bi- kind of just so waiting for their next girl.
1: turn on the dick. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, So it's kind of like yeah, because they because not that they don't like girls. It's just because they are straight. Which there are definitely people out there who mm. just prefer to just play with the one sex. But yeah, and I'm thinking about threesomes with guys. Yeah, and now something, and <laughs> sometimes, like, and I've
1: been in this position where I've. I felt like w- whether it's j- true or not or justified or not is that I'm so kind of in this position where I've got to be trying to satisfy both of them at the same time. And I'm f- and I'm kind of, I'm always thinking about that. You like
0: know what comes to mind um, when you say that? Like the last time we had a threesome back at our place. Yeah. And you were like, I just felt like I wasn't doing like yeah, the I top felt, job yeah, or something. Yeah, I felt flustered. Even though I thought that was one of our best threesomes. Yeah. Because yeah. I came out of it. I was like, that was amazing. Like we were, I was interacting with the girl and... You know, she was like riding your face while I was riding your dick. Like, to me, I was like, this is, you know, Lawrence is multitasking.
1: Yeah.
0: And, but But that
1: for me, that's what it exactly felt like. It felt Mm. like I was multitasking. And that threesome, that particular one that you're talking about is I wasn't in top health, right? I was still recovering from those injuries and and I was just not feeling 100%. Yeah.
0: It's also the first time you'd gotten back on the horse of interacting with other people.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there can be that pressure for a guy and it's sort of like, I've heard sometimes it's just like uh, Jen's come up to me and there's like I I had two women but I couldn't do anything because I freaked out because I did not then it's like I've got to play with her but I got to play with her and you keep your mind is not focused
0: and and you do obviously want to give your best performance and it it probably is a bit harder for a guy because it's like you have to keep hard for two girls and not come and especially if one of them turns you on a little bit more you have to hold back from coming to make sure you please the other yeah it's a lot going on for you guys so
1: for me the bet when it is if it is two women playing if I if it's if i for, for me, if I'm playing with two women, I like it when they're really into each other as well. It makes it because then yeah, it takes some of the load off.
0: Because then you also don't feel like you're letting one of them sit out or anything. Because like, mm. they're interacting with each other.
1: Yeah. The worst is when you're having a threesome with two women and one of them just sort of stops playing and just starts just looking and watching, and you're like, oh. Oh uh, yeah. Unless they verbalize, I'm okay just watching for right now. Just you two keep playing. I find it hot, or you know something along those lines. Mm. Uh, but the worst is they just get off or stop doing anything and they're silent. The
0: worst, no, the worst is when they get off and they stare at you. Yeah, like, it's oh. in <laughs> silence. <laughs> I've, I've felt that before when I've like played with a couple and yeah. <clears throat> and we've swapped over. And it was like, I think you were a part of it, but it just happened to be like there was three of us, but it was like a group orgy and she'd sort of got off his face and just stared at me. I was like, I'm off the dick. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: So having the two guys, having another guy there, you can just sort of really... Me,
0: just kills.
1: yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just I, focusing all the attention on the one lady,
0: which you do very well.
1: Mm. <laughs> I like those greedy girls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, then, shall we you move in? One? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: shall we move into question time?
0: Yeah, we, um, I'm assuming you've got the questions. I do have the questions.
1: So, we sent out a uh, we put a post, uh, story up on Instagram, just asking people questions. So we've got quite a few. We're not going to go through all of them, but we'll we'll pick out a few that we think are well, um, good to respond to.
0: Yep. Do you want to uh, ask and I'll... Ask some of them, them, them are
1: quite deep, so I'm feeling like we might have to... We could you probably them privately message them back. <laughs> <It's just like, laughs> Why do you
0: just ask um, the top three that are fairly easy to roll off the tongue?
1: Okay, there's... Yeah. Okay, because there's quite a lot. Well, yeah, we'll do three and see how we're going. All right, so the first one is... <clears throat> How do you deal with jealousy in this lifestyle, with the emoticon, with the little the little person Ooh. covering their message? <laughs> covering their thing.
0: Um, I mean, everybody deals with jealousy differently. I it took me a while of just researching and realizing that it's actually a self reflection on myself and not feeling competent in myself. That it wasn't me actually getting jealous of you; it was me envious. So I sort of reflect a little bit on myself to deal with the situation a little bit better. And I normally, if there's anything that's making me feel uncomfortable or I guess jealous is the word that we're using, then I generally try and figure out what is the thing that's making me jealous. Is it, you know, I'm not feeling like I'm getting the attention or is it something that, you know, I wanted to do or is it just me not, you know, I'm just in a weird funk. So I've automatically bunched into jealousy. But most of the time, like if everyone's asked, like, how do you deal with jealousy? I just say, talk about it. Because these are natural feelings that are going to come up, and just because you're jealous doesn't mean you can, it's going to ruin the situation by bringing it up.
1: Well, there can be confusion about the term jealousy versus envy, mm. and sort of what they actually mean. So, essentially, envy—sorry, uh, jealousy—is sort of like you're you have feeling un towards feelings towards someone else out of a sense of um, uh, like they're a rival, like they're like taking something energy. away from you.
0: Like negative energy, you mean? Like where it's like a Uh, No, the jealousy is they're they're
1: they're your rival and they're taking something from you. It's like an action against you. Whereas envy is just like you're looking at something or someone and wanting what they have or you you want to experience what they're experiencing.
0: Mine's more envy because I'm like, oh, I'd like to do that. So I think
1: it's sort of important to then identify what you're actually feeling. It's just like do you feel someone's taking something from you or do you just want what that person is having?
0: Yeah, that's true. Because I
1: feel like envy, for me, envy is – I I, I feel envy – from a cat, uh, from time to time, uh, because it's just that FOMO thing. I want to be involved. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't want you to do it. I just I want to be there.
0: <laughs> I, be that I want to be. I, want, that I dick. want in, I want in.
1: I want to be that dick. <laughs> Whereas jealousy is that like, no, you're 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 hurting me. You're taking something from me, and, and it's yeah. like yeah. So
0: yeah, like, well, they're doing it in spite of you, or like they're mm. making you upset because like the that action has made you upset. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, look. It's like if it's more along those lines, I would definitely just have a conversation, especially if you've gone with somebody to an event or it's like a situation and you're a partner. Um, I would like anytime I've felt uncomfortable, we have a signal or I have a sign and we just talk because unless I communicate it, how are you supposed to know? Yeah. And most often than not, it's a resolvable solution.
1: Yeah. And if you are feeling those feelings, like Jess just said, just build on that and just go to communicate and talk to your partner because often. It's it. When you just ask the question and put it out there and their response is usually never as bad as what you're making it out. You, in your own the mind, you'll, you worse. go through these worst-case scenarios and then you get yourself all upset and bothered. Uh, but then when you talk to them and they tell you what they're actually feeling, what they're doing, and how they may or may not have wanted you to, you to feel, you realise it's almost never anywhere near as bad as what you're thinking. So oh, having think that so. chat is, is just Crucial. The, be, for the best way to deal with it. In, yeah. in short, how to answer this person's question just talk to your partner if you you are feeling jealous.
0: Yeah. Also, I find it's, it's generally if I'm like ever jealous, it's generally because I'm having a down day or I've reflected on myself and I feel pity on myself or something. Mm. So it's, it could also just be a reflection on yourself. So sometimes it's good to just take yourself out of that situation, have a few deep breaths, and then approach the situation once you're feeling a bit calmer because emotions will take the better of you if you let them. Yeah. Unfortunately. Them damn emotions.
1: Emotions, cool. emotions. That was a quite nice quick touch on jealousy. Quick touch. Um, Let's have a look. Bing. What's <laughs> your advice for couples with large differences in sex drive? I mean, I think this person's asking about somebody, their relationship in general.
0: I know. Well, I, look, to be completely honest, like, we, we have different sex drives. Like, there's definitely times where you're more sexually active and then there's mm. times where I'm more sexually active. But I, I think it's just compensating is the word I was going to use. Like, or... Um, finding other solutions, like you... Well,
1: compromising. Right? You
0: compromising, yes. Thank you. Sorry, yeah. wrong word. Um, compromising, where it's like, well, sometimes, you know, you're a little bit more into a situation mm. than I am. So I'm like, well, why don't you go and enjoy Like there's been times where we're at the club together and you've got that sexual energy and you can just feel the vibe from people. And I'm like, i like to just sit this one out.
1: Yeah. I think that in terms of answering this question about coming to a club or being in the lifestyle for this person is asking what's the differences, how do you deal with differences in sex drive is I'd answer it in kind of two ways. Don't use this lifestyle as a patch for your relationship because you're having problems with your own sexual chemistry between each other. But you can understand and accept that you are going to have differences and if you use it as a way to sort of, how do I it's going to kind of sound contradictory what I just said, but just Mm -hmm. using it to... Have that way of a, a release that your partner can't give you, but knowing that you're not doing it to hurt the other person. So
0: yeah, ha- well, that's probably where the communication needs to be yeah,
1: strong. So where saying, you just
0: go, look, I'm I'm seeking this currently. Like you're great at this. You'll be like, look, I'm really seeking. Well, lately it's been anal. <laughs> so, <laughs> just so everyone knows, Lawrence is really into anal this this month. Um, and basically, you're just like
1: April like, is anal month. <laughs> A, <laughs> A is for anal. A is for <laughs> anal.
0: Um, but you'll communicate where you're like, look, I've I've been really thinking about you know doing some anal sex and like, and as long as it's communicated, like. Yeah, that might be something that you're vibing off. And I'm not 100% always vibing for anal in April. So, you know, you saying that to me doesn't automatically make, make me go, oh, okay, well, I have to provide that because that's what you're seeking. Whereas I'm like, okay, well, he's communicated what he wants. I can't match that, but we can find a solution for that.
1: Mm. I think, yeah. So, in short, it's like looking for a way to use this uh, lifestyle to help you both as, a, as two people in a relationship –
0: Receive satisfaction.
1: Yeah, without
0: without harming each other. Without
1: harming each other. Yeah. Which
0: yeah, which I think is what the lifestyle is absolutely perfect for.
1: Cool. Let's move on to the next. You're cool. We've got what would be the best advice you give to newbies, a couple coming to OSS.
0: I think it's we probably have the same answer. Uh, don't come with expectations. Come together and communicate your boundaries and rules.
1: So let's touch on that. What are rules? What are boundaries? Boundaries is is like something a situation you might be in, but that can be negotiated depending on the situation. A rule is something hard and fast. So you might say, "Absolutely no unprotected sex." Absolutely no, um, I don't know. No anal. Yeah, no anal. Whatever.
0: I'm trying to think of rules that we've had before in our life. I don't know. As Uh, long as you, yeah, you have your rules and your boundaries in place. Um, obviously, try not to put heaps. I always recommend no more than a handful. Because the more things you have to remember, the less likely the situation is going to be enjoyable because you, you're racking your brain to be like, oh, was I allowed to touch her on her, her hip? Or can I do that? Like there's too much going on. Um, and I also think, especially for newcomers, don't expect to play on the first time. Because yeah. sometimes... You just need to take in the the atmosphere, the vibe. And that can be quite full on, especially if it's your first time to the club. Like I've definitely had friends of ours who have come to the club before and just having, you know, interactions downstairs and just chatting with people and getting dressed down to their lingerie was a big step for them. Being in lingerie in front of a hundred people is a big step. So not like making sure you don't have that expectation that you have to play because you're there. Because there's always tomorrow night. There's always the next weekend. Like it doesn't have to happen because you're there. But I mean, if it does, go for gold.
1: And the advice I give on tours for newcomers is when you get to the club, be ready to be social and say hello to people. and don't And don't feel that just because you're saying hello or having a conversation to any one person means you're automatically going to have to be having sex with that person. Just... Because let's be
0: honest, I'm going to be the first person you say hi to.
1: <laughs> the more people you talk and <laughs> say hello to, and the more, you know, it becomes easier, right? Just like... Just well, it's a ha-
0: community and it's made for you to socialize. And you'll, you'll find that the more people you talk to, the more things you'll learn about the lifestyle that could trigger you to actually liking something different.
1: Yeah. Like or becoming, finding the th- finding the things that you like become easier because your network becomes larger.
0: Yeah. And you get taught by other people. Like I've definitely improved my kink understandings because of the people I now talk to. Yeah. Not that I'm a pro, but.
1: No, but it's just I'm about lea- being social. It's about I'm learning you know, what you, not what you know, rather, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. At least now I'm not scared of blood. Yay.
1: <laughs> Maybe a couple more? Yeah. Okay. How do you manage the risk of STIs between partners and playmates? And what do you do if someone becomes.
0: Has contracted, a-
1: contracted an STI. So the way I would answer this is how to manage it. Obviously, use all the safe sex provision, uh, provisions that we have. Positions? We yeah, so positions. use... <laughs>
0: <laughs> use all the safe sex positions with the safe sex products. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so using condoms, using dams, using lube, making sure that your anything that penetrates anything is protected. And you should always play to the safest person in the room. So if someone says, I don't do oral sex without um, condom. a condom, then everyone goes to oral sex with condoms. We, we strongly, strongly, strongly recommend that you have um, protection, uh, at least a condom on for penetrative vaginal or anal sex.
0: Obviously, if it's partners, that's up to your decision what you want to do. Yeah, like so I like I, like I, yeah, I if you're a husband and wife. Where they're like, oh, do I need to wear a condom with my partner? No. If you guys don't generally do that, you don't need to do that in the club. It's yeah. more... We new say, people. Yes, new people. Because obviously the idea of the club is to have sexual interactions with multiple people. Um, so the best way to mitigate any sort of STI contractions is safer sex.
1: Yeah, and, and that's something we find pretty common in the lifestyle anyway. People just wear condoms. But like we're it's also
0: a much more educated lifestyle as well because people listen. get STI checks all the time. Like we regularly get them every three to four months. Yeah, um, and we're much more aware of like how to contract them as well. So I think, and uh, you know, it's unfortunate if somebody does contract it, you it's already hard enough for them to tell you that they've contracted something and for them to come forward and tell you, you know, oh, I've, I've got chlamydia or something. Just follow the steps and, you know, go to the doctor.
1: I guess the other part of the question is what happens if someone, so a guest comes, they return a p- positive result for something, but they played with people at the club, but they don't necessarily know who they are or how to get in touch with them. So I guess you could contact us. And then if you could tell them, tell us who you played, and if we can work out who it was, we can maybe contact them. Obviously, it'll be anonymous in the terms of.
0: And also to put it out there as well, in the seven years that we have been running the club, this situation has never happened. No, it hasn't. So it also instills the fact that we are a lot more educated on keeping ourselves safe. Yeah. Um. However, if it does happen, like I, I there's definitely friends of mine who have contracted something and have not known until like a couple of days later, but you know, have gone through the protocols of finding out who they were. But if, unfortunately, you can't find them, I mean, you've done your best efforts to approach people. So, like Lawrence says, if it does happen to happen at the club, just approach us and we can try and help you um, find a solution.
1: Okay, so one last question is coming out to people about involvement in the lifestyle. So, telling people that you are... work friends or...
0: Or or something, Um, And
1: any easy ways to raise it?
0: Uh, it's one of the. It's. I feel like it's a hard conversation for a lot of people if they, if they're not involved in the lifestyle already. Just because, uh, I wouldn't say it's the norm, but it's not unnormal.
1: I mean, I guess reason. I would say like, does everyone have to know? Does it? Re- is it really that important to you that you have to tell everyone what you do? And for most people, no. It's just something that you do. It's just.
0: Also, it's like your work colleagues don't need to know. Yeah, who your work co- I like,
1: guess maybe this person is asking. How do you tell people like that you're close in, friends, or something, or that you're interested in doing it with them or bringing them into oh, it? Oh, see,
0: that's interesting. I'm not sure. I would I'd be as open as possible and remember that you know more about the lifestyle. So if they react to it, don't react to their reaction. Just let them sit with their reaction and try and help um, have a positive reaction with them. Because sometimes it can be confronting. Because people might, you know. The instant reaction might be like, "Oh my God, you're a swinger," and then just be like, "Yeah, it is." It's like a great community. I have a lot of friends I get to talk to. Like, give them something they can relate to. Yeah, it can um, be hard
1: though. It can be. It hard can definitely be hard. Like, we're we're out and about, and everyone like that we know knows what we what we do because mm-hmm. it's a business for us as well as a lifestyle.
0: I mean, it's definitely like coming from the person who like told my parents. It was definitely a little bit difficult telling them. Um, I was definitely nervous, but I mean, at the end of the day. The words that I use the most was "I'm safe and I'm happy."
1: Yeah, you, it's it's ultimately just going to come down to you and your judgment on how those other people are going to possibly react, and and if they have any power over your life to make it difficult for you. For example, a work colleague bosses. or or bosses. If if they don't agree with your particular uh, lifestyle choice, are you going to be just life comes at work becomes. Starts difficult for you and like i said if they don't need to know who really cares like just, uh, i would avoid telling avoid telling if you them. don't need to like yeah.
0: I, I maybe your work wife or your work husband i know we, like you know the people that you're you're mm. very close with but on, honestly like when i did work in retail jobs i told a select few people it, it was not necessary even though we ran oss it was not necessary for me to tell everyone yeah like w- there's no need for me to tell and involve people in my lifestyle if I don't think they're going to be involved in my life.
1: I know some people have ha- found it hard because they found the lifestyle and they found coming to the club really exciting and they like coming. And then all of a sudden they c- had to tell their friends where they're going every Friday or Saturday <laughs> night. What do you say? Like, are we going to a club? What club? Uh, Why you, can't uh, we come? <laughs> yeah. like, you, you can come, you just can't judge. <laughs> um, what do you yeah. say to that?
0: I'm not sure. I'll just say it's date night.
1: Oh. It's
0: how. What? Yeah, I, mean, I
1: know that's a good one, but it's just... I, I, it's I, the
0: best I've got. Like I don't have any
1: easy ways of telling people. It's you, just... You kind you of have to read that if person if you need from.
0: to and tell them if you want to. Don't do anything you don't feel is necessary. Mm. And also...
1: Just own you, it, I guess, in the end. That's the easiest way. It's just if you have no shame about it, it can't be used as a... Used against uh, you. Used against you. It's just like nothing that we can be held over your head.
0: Also, we'll give you cuddles.
1: <laughs> yeah, come to us if you need help and we'll help you.
0: We're very good at talking to people. Cool. Awesome.
1: I think that'll do for question time. Sorry to everyone who sent in a question where we didn't respond to. We got heaps. We'll try and respond individually we'll d- to you.
0: Yeah. Or we'll add them to the next podcast, which we will try and do a bit more regularly. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening to us ramble on and rant today. Yeah. It's so a little bit about a structure there. A bit all over the shop. We're, we are still No, we did good. We did good. We're we just d- a little bit dusty. We <laughs> had a big wedding last night.
1: Yeah, it was fun. But thank you for listening. If you can, please give us a rating or review on your podcast app. Five stars is obviously the optimal. Send in any questions or feedback you have for us at info at au, or find us on social media at Our Secret Spot across Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.
0: Or you could be like some of our amazing customers and just tell us in person. That's right. <laughs> we we are generally at the club at least once a week. So if you do spot us, we're always happy to have your feedback.
1: Yeah, have your feedback. Actually, and, and also we're thinking about having um, guests on the show as well.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So couples coming on and telling their Or singles. Story. Or singles. You don't right?
0: have to be a couple. You don't have to be well, a couple. you could be a truffle. You could be a truffle. My gosh, <laughs> we should get the troubles in. <laughs> Any troubles that want to come? We can break your come, podcast come, cherry. well thanks again for listening guys
1: thank you very much see you next time bye